Dermot and Dave, weekdays from 9am. There's a big show on TV, on the Discovery Channel, and something I just absolutely love watching. And I'm fascinated with the people who go out there and try and find gold. And it's not an easy thing to get out of Mother Earth. She doesn't give it up easily. Um, but over here in Western Australia, we are right now in gold hunting country. And one of the stars from the TV shows, Aussie Gold Hunters and Gold Rush, Parker's Trail, uh, is Tyler Mahoney. She is in her 20s. She is a former model. And she is a gold hunter and has been in the family gold hunting business uh, since she was very small. And we caught up with her uh, to have a chat. Hey, guys. How are you? Hi. Great. How are you? Good, good, good. Oh, sorry about my um, background. I'm in my car. I'm actually in and out of the courthouse all day because we're um, pegging some mining tenements and they're being objected. So I've just had to jump in the car. So excuse my background and if there's any cow horns and beeps and stuff. And when you say you're pegging some mining tenements, I know exactly what you mean because <laughs> I'm a huge fan and there's no way to say this without it sounding creepy, but I feel like I know you. <laughs> Because I'm a big fan of Aussie gold hunters. And of course, uh, when you appeared on Parker's Trail and the Australian leg of that, uh, the Gold Rush show that people will know, um, I just thought you were brilliant. You just really come across as yourself. You're really passionate about the gold business and, and you just seem like a lot of fun to be around. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. It's good that you knew what I meant by pegging because sometimes I forget when I say it to people that they don't know I'm referring to getting a mining class. So I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, well, okay, let me explain. Let me say, yeah, just to clarify that and, and say what I think it means. So every now and again, a plot of land or a tenement will come up for grabs, so to speak. And you got to rush down there. And at midnight on the dot, you're allowed to go and stake out your claim, essentially. And then once you've done that and nobody else is there to try and do it at the same time, if you get it done first, then you've got bragging rights to that land. And it may take a take a while for it to become um, legit and you got to go through some paperwork but that's kind of it isn't it there's still elements of the old wild west out there yeah you've nailed it it is it's so ridiculous when you think about it really but it's just the way it works there is other ways to acquire leases you can buy them off people but um, yeah often we have to go out at midnight with our big long stakes and plug them into the ground and hope there's no one there to fight us for it it's crazy that people do still get in fights over it, it really is like being back in the old old days we haven't really progressed that far i don't think am i right in thinking you're a fourth generation gold hunter is that the correct term so like this has been going in the family was there any other option for you i mean could you've done anything else or was this the only thing that was going to be a, a, a approved of by the family <laughs> yeah you're right i am fourth generation so it's definitely just in my blood um i think I've always I've always loved gold prospecting. It's something that I actually enjoy, which is fortunate because I have been forced to do it my whole life. But when I was 19, I kind of stepped away from it and did some other things. But um, I realized that I actually just truly love being a gold hunter and I love being out in the bush. So I'm very lucky that this is my life and this is my job. One of the most exciting things about the Australian gold hunting are the nuggets. Because if you watch, say, the gold digging they do in the Yukon or other parts of the world, it's really fine gold. And you've got to go through, you know, tons and tons of soil to get to eke out these tiny um, little specks of gold a lot of the time. Um, but in Australia, it's nugget country. And some of the nuggets that you've come across yourself and also, you've, you know, other miners that you know who've pulled these things out of the ground. I mean, they're the stuff of dreams, aren't they? 
Yeah, I know. We're very lucky. Like you said, it's a very different type of gold in Australia compared to over in the Yukon and Alaska. And they have to dig through permafrost and a lot of overburden to get to it. Whereas for us, it's kind of laying on top of the ground. Um, it makes it very exciting. The only difficulty is it's a lot more sporadic than the Yukon. So we do have to go on a bit of a hunt to find it. Mm. Um, but there's no quite, there's no feeling quite like finding a big chunk of gold. I mean, how big are we talking? What's the biggest nugget you've ever found? Give, give us some kind of a relative comparison, the same size as. So the biggest one I've found personally is a five ounce nugget. So that would be worth, I'd be able to fetch probably around $20,000 Australian for that now. Wow. And it's probably the size of um, my palm, if that gives you a good yeah. comparison. Okay. I know on the TV show, we've seen like replicas of, of these giant nuggets that have been pulled out. I mean, some of them are the size literally of like a, a small coffee table. These things are huge. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Welcome Stranger is the biggest one to come out of Australia. And that I wouldn't be able to lift up. It was that heavy. There's still big ones coming out of the ground. Like my dad... Last year, found an 11-ounce nugget, which would fetch around 40 grand. Um, they're getting harder to find, but they're definitely still out there. Yeah. Mm. What did you call that giant nugget again? The Welcome Stranger. That was the... It's huge. It's like... um, It'd probably be half the height of me, and it was found in Victoria in the Golden Triangle. You would have seen that one on the trail. Yeah, and I think if I remember correctly, it was worth something like $3 million. Oh, and, and be more than that now, since the gold price has just risen so much. It would be like... It's, it's the nugget that keeps prospectors going. You know, this is why we, we're out there. We're trying to always find the retirement nugget. It's one like that. I mean, the TV shows are amazing, but in a way, are they are, are there serious pros and cons? I mean, it's great that you're, you know, you're showcasing what you do. Um, and as you say, you know, encouraging women to get into the business and try it out. But also, every chump like me who watches the show... <laughs> thinks they can rush out, you know, possibly onto your claim with a metal detector and find a nugget the size of my head. I mean, has it spawned a whole army of amateurs rushing out into places they really shouldn't be? Yeah, I definitely think Aussie Gold Hunters has uh, especially kind of created this um, new wave of gold rush. But I think it's really exciting, you know. I'm from a gold town, so we've definitely seen tourism increase, um, people who own gold dealerships. So I think it's um, brought a new life to these old towns, which I'm really happy for. And um, there's this thing called beginner's luck. So I meet so many rookie prospectors who watch the shows and go out and do it. And they are the ones finding the big nuggets because they go out there and they just <laughs> manage to walk across a coffee table nugget. It's insane. <laughs> is it the kind of thing that you will do forever? I mean, is this something that will just never leave you because you enjoy it so much? And even when you tried other stuff, it drew you back. I mean, is this, is this just what you're going to do for your whole life? Yeah, I'm definitely going to be a gold prospector for my whole life. I'm pretty lucky that I have, because um, of the shows, had a lot of opportunity to come in and I go out and I get to do other things and kind of leave Australia. But um, at my core, I'll always definitely be out there digging for gold, even in my later years. And I hope one day when I have kids that I can kind of carry on that tradition as well as you say it's allowed you to do other things i know you've got a podcast as well now haven't you um and it explores the world of mental health um, something that we do quite a lot of uh, on our show it's very important to us um what brought you to that oh i love that um yeah so i was diagnosed with bipolar uh like five years ago now so it's been a pretty insane journey but um it's one of the things that i love to talk about the most because I found that it's really united a kind of a community. And um, when I was kind of being diagnosed, I didn't really 
know anyone my age that had bipolar and a lot of the people that spoke about it were kind of older and I just didn't really relate to their journey so yeah I hope by just speaking about it as much as I can that it helps I don't know, at least one person out there that's listening well done yeah keep up the great work thank you so much for talking to us we know you need to go into the courthouse and peg some tenements <laughs> uh, so we let you go and thank you so much for talking to us Tyler Dave the tenements are the land they're, oh, they're not in the courthouse I don't understand anything there's no nuggets in the courthouse <laughs> thanks Tyler thanks so much guys enjoy Australia Dermot and Dave, weekdays from 9am.